Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. 
gathered together today in the name of your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. We have entered into your gates with thanksgiving. We have entered into your courts with praise. We are offering you the fruit of our lips, the sacrifice of praise. We are presenting our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to you, for this is our spiritual act of worship. Father, we magnify you. We praise you. We appreciate you so much. Thank you for all that you have done, Father, all that you are doing and all that you are going to do, for we know that you have even greater and more awesome things in store for us, Father. We thank you for your presence, and we thank you for being here with us, in us, and working through us. We trust, Father, that as you speak today, someone under the sound of my voice will gain insight, revelation, understanding to help them move closer to God and move uh, further in your will. Thank you, Father, in advance. We're trusting you're going to do these things for us as we continue to lift up holy hands and glorify your name in all the earth. This is our prayer. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Capital E, what? Now I will show you. God said, look, now. God said, look, if there's a now, there had to be a before now. If there's a now, 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 different times in the scripture you will see God talking about now. See, there had to be a before now. There had to be some things that went on before now. See, just like you talk about then. The Bible talks about then. There's oftentimes God will speak of then. Then I did this. Or then, I, well, that means there were some things that went on prior to that. Well, if now I will show you the most excellent way, that means that before now, you really didn't what? You really didn't know the most excellent way. If I'm just showing it to you now, that means that, that, that there's some things that went on that you didn't have. You're messing around, your father getting ready to die, or your mother getting ready to die, or your grandfather, or your grandmother getting ready to die. They bring you in, show you insurance policy for a million dollars. Now, see, I'm getting ready to show you something. Well, that means you didn't know, see, you, you, you didn't know some things. We talk so many times about the, the, the young man we commonly call the prodigal son, how he took off run, running away from his father's house. For whatever crazy reason, whatever the devil jumped in his mind and told him, and he believed it real good, took off running away. But when he came to his senses, see, some of you all understand the sound of my voice, when you come to your senses, when that prodigal son came to his senses, he went, not only did he go back to his father's house, but he went back to blessings. He went back to blessings that he didn't know anything about. There was a ring in the father's house that, that was for him he didn't know anything about till he came to his senses. There was a ring that, that he didn't know anything about until he came to his senses and went back home. There was a fatted calf. There was a celebration. There were many, many things that were in the father's house he didn't know anything about until he came to his senses. So it is with some of you all under the sound of my voice. Until you get where you're supposed to be with God, I got a whole lot of stuff that I ain't going to give you. whole lot of stuff that I ain't going to tell you about. whole lot of stuff that I'm not going to reveal to you until you come to your senses. God said, keep on being selfish out there if you want to. And watch what I hold back from you. Keep right on not, not, not wanting to do like I'm telling you, not wanting to. Keep right on, God. I just, keep, I just hold on to this stuff then until you come to your what? Senses. So God said, look, we want to get to the place where God can now show us some things. When that son came to his senses, the father said, come on here, son. Let me, let me, show, you, let me show you this party with you as the special guest. 
When that son came to his senses, the father said, look, come on here, let me show you about this. Let me show you about this, this robe I got in just your size. Father said, come on, come on to your senses. Now quit being crazy. Come on here, let me, let me show you about this fatted calf. You see that one right there? The big one, Daddy? Yeah, the big fat one. That's the one that we're cooking up for you. When he came to his senses, God's saying the same thing. Some of y'all out there, you want to keep being crazy? God said, all right, then now I won't show you. But when you get right, when you, when you get where you're supposed to be, when you get to a certain place, a certain level, God says, now I will show you. Spirit of God says, and now I will show you the most excellent way. Now, what is this on the tail end of? This is on the tail end of uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, where spiritual gifts are discussed. All sorts of spiritual gifts are discussed, discussed. Things that God has given to each one of us as his children, you know, in, in some amount or in some measure. Some of us are apostles. Some of us are prophets. Some of us are evangelists. Some of us are pastors. Some of us are teachers. You know, all the same spirit, but he manifests himself. Watch this verse 7. Go to 1 Corinthians 12 and 7. The manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. You say, Apostle, I'm, I'm a Christian, but I don't have a gift. Well, something is, something is a lie. Either you're not a Christian or you don't know that you have a, the, the gift that you have. Because if you are a true Christian, there will be a manifestation of the Spirit of God in your life. One of these spiritual gifts, that First Corinthians chapter, one or more of these spiritual gifts is going to manifest itself. Let me explain something. Do you all really think I could get up here and teach God's word like this right here without God's spirit? Now, if you do, then something is wrong with you. Come and let me check your temperature. There's no way. There's no way in the world God could give me one little scripture like this and give me an hour, and there'll be an hour, and I get an hour sermon out of it without the spirit of God manifesting himself without the Spirit of God uh, doing what only he could do. We, I can't do it on my own. And whatever spiritual gift you have, child of God, that's why it's a spiritual gift, because it's something that we, can, we can't do on our own. It's something we can't do without God. I can't raise no dead without God. I can't heal no sick without God. I can't give a revelation from God without God. I can't teach... God's word without God, I can't, it can't be done. I can't lay hands on the sick and they recover without God. So a spiritual gift is what? It's a manifestation. It's a, it's a way to let you and the world and the body of Christ know that God is in you. God is with you. God is using you. Now, to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given, watch this, for the common good. Your gift is not just for your little congregation. This is why we, you know, we've been doing this, we, we've, been, we've been having everyday worship just about every day since about 2002. Well, we just uh, got on the Internet and got on YouTube and various other means uh, just a few years ago. Well, what happened? The revelation came was that, that it was not just for what God has placed in uh, us is not just for us. It's for the common good. It's for the body. Some of you all out there that follow this broadcast very closely and very religiously, it, had it not been for the Internet, had it not been for the revelation that 
or, or the revelations, the insights that God has given us here, it's not just for us here. It's for the common good. It's for the body. When you eat food, it's not just for the stomach. When you drink water, it's not just for the kidneys. It's for the whole body. The whole body needs to benefit, you say, Apostle, from your spiritual gift or gifts. Now, to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. That's individuals have a supernatural ability to let you know what you're supposed to do in a situation. That's what wisdom is. It's doing what God wants you to do. Some people have a, a supernatural uh, gift to that. Jesus had all the gifts. Peter came to Jesus one time, you know, and knew that taxes need to be paid. Jesus told him, go cast out your line. First fish you catch, open his mouth. There it is. Well, what was that? That was a that was a message of wisdom. Here's what you need to do. Peter might have jumped out, wanted to go somewhere and work and try to try to come up with the money. Jesus, I'm, here's what you do in this particular situation. So understand that the message of wisdom or, 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 or individuals that have the message of wisdom, they may tell you to do some crazy stuff sometimes. Stuff that don't make no sense to you. But that's what God wants you to do in that particular situation. To another, the message of knowledge. There's some folks that have a supernatural knowledge of some things. Now, just a supernatural knowledge. God may reveal to them some stuff, you know, about you. You know full well that that nobody that you didn't tell. Supernatural message of knowledge by the means of the, by of the same spirit. To another, faith. Some individuals just have a very very. They just have a supernatural. Now we all have faith. We all have a measure of faith, but there are individuals that have the gift of faith. These are individuals, man, they can be a, a whole pack of lions running at them. And they'd be like, look, God says stand right here. You'd be like, what? If God says stand right here. And the lions come running at you and run right around you. Well, them individuals that have the gift of what? Faith. You know, they are able to trust God in some very, very um, difficult Situations. Some have gift of healing. You know, individuals that 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 uh, you know, uh, God just uses them and miraculous healings in people's life by the same Spirit to another miraculous power. Some individuals pray and be like, God, I want it to rain. God bring rain. You know, God, I want this axe head to float in this water and the axe head float. These are miraculous powers to another prophecy. Some individuals, they just know what God say about stuff. I mean, you be trying to come, they be like, look, this is what God's saying. You be like, ah, what about this, what about that? They be like, this is what God's saying. You get the prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. These individuals right here, you know, they they, that's, they can just tell that's the Holy Ghost, and they just know that, that no, that's a demonic spirit right there. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. Now, this is where one of the most confusing gifts in the body of Christ. Because what be going on in, in a lot of our churches today is not the gift of tongues. Now, he shall you might be praying in tongues, but that's not the gift of tongues. The gift of tongues is when you all off and start speaking another man-made language that you have not studied. Now, you come in talking about he shall maybe you're praying in tongues. Maybe you're praising God in tongues. May even be a message from God, but when you, I have yet to see individuals with the gift of tongues. Gift of tongues, you haul off and go into uh, uh, Tibet, 
never studied the language of Tibet, and all of a sudden you preaching and teaching, and God give you a perfect, fluent Tibet language to preach and teach the God. See, now we're talking about the gift of tongues. Now we're talking about the gift. This is what the apostles did on the what? Day of Pentecost. And still to others, the interpretations of tongues. Now you got some individuals, you know, uh, uh, that 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 can bring forth a message. Now we just basically talked about the, the gift of tongues as it as it related in uh, the day of Pentecost, or speaking in man-made languages. But then you also have heavenly language, where God will give you a word for the congregation in a heavenly language. Now there are rules concerning that. If it's a message for the congregation in a heavenly language. You know, and there's no interpreter. The Bible said that speaker should keep quiet or speak to himself and God. If there's no interpreter, nobody's let the people know what's being said. Because people sitting there, and you know, they don't know what you're talking about. You don't even know what you're talking about. But a person that has the gift of interpretation will know exactly what you are saying and will be able to share it with the people. But um, all of these are the work of one and the same spirit. And he or God, watch this, gives them to each one as he determines. It's not God, it's not you that make you an apostle. It's not you that make you a pastor. It's not you that make you have uh, uh, miraculous powers or healing. It's God. God gives us the gifts that he determines. God look at us and say, all right, you know, you need to be uh Apostle, you over here, you need to be a prophet. You, right there, you need to be an evangelist. You, right here, what you're going to need is the gift of healing. Hey, you over here, you need a gift of, of tongues. It's God who gives the gift to anyone as he had determined. Now, if we had to get a three-word definition for spiritual gift, what would it be? God's manifesting power, God's manifesting spirit, even. Remember, what we looked at in, in, in verse 7, it says to now, to each one, the manifestation of the spirit. So it's a manifestation of God's spirit. Now, what are some things we understand about spiritual gifts? For the common good. Give me something else. What else we understand about a spiritual gift? They give to us as God determines. Very good. Very good. All right. What else? What else? Come on. Common good. They're given to us as God determines. What else do we know? We all have different ones. All right. We can't do these. We can't do these things. Ourself, these the manifestations of the spirit that they have to be there. We're able to do them through this, uh, the power of God. We can't do it on our own. So we understand this. So, so now we go down, you know, Paul is talking to us. The apostle Paul is talking to us about how there's one body, how there's many parts and all of this about spiritual gifts, spiritual gifts. But then he comes down to verse 31. And he says, but eagerly desire the greater gifts. Now, these are some pretty great gifts that we just finished reading about. Paul said it's something even higher up than that. It's something that's even more more valuable than that. See, some of us, it's just like in life, you know, you know, a lot of us value money. 
you know. But God, you know, what would you rather have right now? Ten million dollars, you know, and be confined to a wheelchair the rest of your life or, or be in a coma the rest of your life? Or would you rather have good health and be able to walk around and, and still, you know, do? Which one you choose? Good one of the saints said good health. So then that's that's letting you know there, even as, as many people as deceived and fooled about uh about money and thinking that money is 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 everything. We even we even recognize there's some things more important than money in life. And see, this is why even if you don't have any money out there, if you got good health, you got something to thank God about. You got something to thank God about. Even if you out there understand my voice, you don't have good health, but you're alive. You got something to thank God about. Because that's what that's the oh, that's the end game. 
That's the ultimate goal. That's that's what all of this talking, all of this preaching, all of this teaching, all of this fasting, praying, whatever else is about, is summed up in that right there. Paul said, now I will show you the most excellent way. He says, now, if I speak in the tongues of men and of angels. Paul said, now, if I got the gift of tongues where I can speak in all man-made languages, and I got the, the gift of tongues where I can speak in heavenly language, but don't have love. Paul said, I'm just a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. Resounding gong. Gong. Picture somebody just hitting a gong. Gong. Be like, man, what you hitting that gong for? I don't know. Gong. Well, man, how about you stop hitting that gong? Uh-uh. Gong. Gong. Be like, what is wrong with this guy? Gong. gong. Let somebody haul off and just keep hitting right there to go in the middle of town and just keep hitting a gong. After a while, you know what they're going to do? They're going to come get him. They're going to lock him up. They want to say they're going to lock him up. They're going to lock him up. Like, what in the world is wrong? A gong. I mean, he drawing back. A gong. A gong. But like, look, man, people got to go to work. I don't matter. A gong. Paul said, what is your, if we if we miss this thing called love, everything else that we have done, everything else that we are doing becomes uh, meaningless, becomes a moot point. Love. Right, the question is, what is love, Apostle? God is love. So God is love. Now, God is his word. So his word is his love. You out there, you claim that you love God, but you don't love his word, then you really don't love God. And if you don't have his word, you cannot love God, and you cannot love anybody. God, the Bible says, God is love. Well, the Bible also says that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the very beginning. So not only is love God, God is love, and His Word is love. His Word is God. So as we receive His Word, we are coming to understand more about His love, which is Him. You cannot go further in God without his word. You cannot go further in love without his word because he He is his word. He is love. All of them is the same thing. God's word, God love, God. So when we do God's word, we are showing love. In other words, when we do what God has said, we're showing love. When we don't do what God says, we are showing hate. Some of you all out there, you'd be confused, wondering, you know, people love you, wondering. If they do God's word to me, they love me. If they don't do what God's word say, they hate me. This is this, Jesus said, you're either with me or you're against me. Paul says, now I will show you the most excellent way. Because, see, if somebody don't show you the way for anything, whatever it is, anything you, anything you know, somebody showed you. Brush your teeth. Somebody had to show you how to brush your teeth. 
tying your shoe. Somebody had to show you. Because if don't nobody show you, you're not going to know. Somebody's got to show you what it's like, to, what, it, what it means to be a father, what it means to be a mother, or what it means to be. Somebody got to show you. God's word will show us how to do. God said, now I will show you. So Paul said, look, all these gifts, gift of prophecy, faith of mystery, knowledge, faith, you move mountains, even giving. Even giving, verse 3, if I give all I possess to the poor, surrender my body to the flames. But if I have not love, I gain nothing. So without love out there. Now, so you, you need, without love, everything else is meaningless. Without love, you in this life, you have wasted time. You have wasted your time in this life. Without love for God, without love for your neighbor, you have wasted your time. So now Paul goes into verses 4, and we're not going to go over all of this here, because you can read it. Verses 4 down through 13, Paul goes into showing us what love is. See, if somebody, if nobody had ever showed you what an elephant is, somebody could show you a kitten and tell you, look, that right there, that's an elephant. You'd be like, for real? Yes, sir. See how he meow? That's a, that's a part of him. 
And everywhere he run, that tail goes. So he said, what, what is this? So God said, let me show you what love really is. See, then you can, when you see stuff that's not this, you can know that is not love. Now I will show you. Why do you why do you show your children, you know, uh certain things? Why? So they can recognize when it's when it's some craziness. Why do we be telling our children, all right, you don't you don't get in the car with strangers? Why? Why we be showing them that kind of thing? Why? Because we're trying to keep them from, from being seduced and enticed. Just because Joe was holding up a piece of cotton candy, that don't mean you go get in the car with him. <laughs> Somebody I like cotton candy. No, you don't get in no car with no stranger. But that's how the adversary operates. He'll hold up some cotton candy. He'll hold up something that you like, something that I like, and get us going in that direction so he can destroy us. You mess around and go jump in that car with that joker with cotton candy. If you want to, wake up with some duct tape tied around your mouth and in a basement somewhere. See? With your underwear pulled up real, real high. It just ain't a good sign. No, don't get in, don't, don't get in a car with strangers. See? God said, now we'll show you. So, and God be showing us stuff, see, so that, that we won't be led astray. He be showing us stuff so that we won't be tricked, so that we won't be deceived. God be showing us stuff. He goes on down here, and he talks about in verse eleven. See, didn't God say, "Look, this is why I show you some. This is why I show you a lot of stuff." Paul said, "When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put childish ways behind me." That's why God be showing you stuff so you can grow up. So we can grow up. So we can't be tricked any kind of way. So we can't be deceived any kind of way. Paul well, Bible already tell you many false prophets have gone out in the world. Now, so if God don't show you what's going on, you'll run right out and get tricked by one. Oh, Lord, let me know what's happening. God said, all right, then get on into my word. I'll show you what's happening. See? I'll show you what, what uh, true prophets, true apostles are supposed to do. I'll show you. Verse 13, Scripture says, Now these three remain. I ain't going over everything. I'm not going over everything. And now these three remain. Faith, hope, and love. But God said, look, I promised you that I was going to show you the most excellent way. But the greatest of these is love. The greatest is love. Why? Faith is a pretty great thing. But faith is supposed to bring you to a place of love. Hope is a great thing. But hope is supposed to bring you to a place of love. Everything is trying to bring you and I, all of these great, great things, apostles, prophets, evangelists, gifts of healing, all of this stuff, is tra- teachers, preachers, all of this is, is supposed to bring us to a place called love. Now, as God said, give it to him in human terms. Get ready to close, Robert. If we go into New York City, oh, we thank God from, from North Carolina. We thank God for Virginia because we know that we own the what? On the way. We thank God for Washington, D.C. Oh, man, we thank God for, for Delaware up there, Deke. We thank God for for Jersey. But ain't none of that New York City. We thank God for North Jersey over there. Uh, One of the saints whose house, I mean, one of the individuals whose whose houses we, you know, we get a chance to to, to stay at. But, uh, you know, we thank God for the train that we go and spend, you know, X amount of dollars that will take us over to Grant. 
But ain't none of that until we get to New York City. You say, Apostle, what you got, man? New York ain't that parable. New York City is the goal. Everything else is a step, what? Along the way. So it is with faith. So it is with hope. So it is with these. All of these things are steps along the way to get us to a destination of love. That's it. Love is what this whole Christianity, this whole Christian movement is all about. All right? Now, Saints going to write down these questions that need to be answered, uh, need to be closed out and answered. Uh, one of the things, first question is here, um, we want to know the difference between um, the tongues of men and the tongues of angels. Question number two, give me... Uh, Seven spiritual gifts. Question number three. Tell me five things that love is. Question number four. What are the three things that remain and what's the greatest? Question number five would be very simple. What is the definition of spiritual gift? Let us pray. Father, in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ, we thank you. And for those of you out there, under the sound of my voice, those uh, I would like for you to, to take the test as well. That's something that uh, I'm hoping we'll be doing from here on out as we close out our broadcast. You know, we'll have some questions to help you go back and answer that will help uh, cement word of God and the teachings a little bit even better in your spirit. Shouldn't take any more than, you know, five or six minutes, but uh, it's just kind of a, a way of going over what we have just studied about and what we've just learned. So, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, again, we thank you today for uh, doing what you do and being who you are. Uh, we praise you for uh, what some might consider as simple blessings, but we understand that every blessing from you is a good thing, and it needs to be appreciated. Uh, we need to thank you, uh, we need to reverence you, and we need to glorify you. We pray, Father, that as um, we go about our daily activities, you will continue leading and guiding us in your paths of righteousness for your name's sake. May your people in the four corners of the earth who are gathering with us to study, to show themselves approved unto you, workmen and women who do not need to be ashamed, but who rightly divide the word of truth. Uh, may you bless them today in their activities and their endeavors. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Since you can reach us through email at thechristensternchurch at gmail.com, check out our website at www.ourchurch.com backslash member backslash t backslash tccc feel free to join us on talk shoes precast youtube and itunes at 9 a.m. 7 p.m. daily on talk shoe call 724-444-7444 enter id 17959 on precast type in robert bryant on youtube and the christian sound church channel you can see excerpts of apostle robert bryant on youtube donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or talk shoe homepage
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.